One week ago, the PSA officially went on strike with a 24-hour day of action culminating in thousands of members marching down the middle of Macquarie Street. Now we hear from PSA General Secretary Stuart Little about the plan forward for our members and the fight against the public sector wages cap. Stuart Little, General Secretary of the PSA, thank you for joining us today. Really appreciate it. It's one week on from the PSA strike down the middle of Macquarie Street. Thousands of members showed up to let the Perite government know exactly what they thought about the public sector wages cap. What's your feeling on the strike one week on? Yeah, thanks, Jim. I have to say that we um, we could not have been happier with the, um, the support shown by members uh, during the strike. It was just a magnificent occasion. Uh, the most pleasing aspect was seeing so many young people from so many various areas right across the public sector. And I won't sort of identify those agencies. I don't want to put uh, people under any pressure, but um, to see the sort of level of support, and I think it's because of the issue. We had the government come out and make an announcement on the 6th of June, obviously two days before the rally where they've come out and said, look, we're going to offer 3% this year, 3.5% the year after, but the you know half a percent of that is productivity we don't quite know what that means um, but we're also going to hand out three thousand dollar one-off payment to health workers now obviously you know that raised a, a number of eyebrows for, for a lot of our members particularly when you think that you know we had members who right in the front line during the the worst bushfires in the history of this state um, you know literally people being winched in on by chopper uh, in really dangerous situations, putting their lives on the line to protect the community. Many of our members at the Ministry of Health um, who had to support Dr Kerry Chant, uh, contact tracers, epidemiologists and, and a variety of specialists who worked you know, seven days a week to support um, you know, the, the community and to basically stop our health system being overrun with COVID. They, they did a magnificent job. Now, likewise, you've got areas in corrections where, you know, they had to set up um, special sort of, you know, put in protocols, but also have a, a COVID unit. And I think a number of facilities did this. And they had around 6,000 people go through their system all infected with COVID. Many, many people um, became sick and, and, and contracted COVID. So, again, they were on the front line. And what it really highlights is that you've got the, the government now, in my view, a lazy government, who are trying to politicise, you know, wage-fixing principles. And it illustrates why we need a strong, independent, at-arm's-length industrial relations commission, like we used to have before this government cut its feet off back in 2011. Um, you know, you, you can't have politicians making these sorts of decisions because they're trying to pick winners and losers and they are playing politics um, you know, in, in circumstances where so many of our members, and I'll also look at school education, so many areas and service New South Wales and, um, you know, I'm sure there is in child protection, there's so many areas where, where those people have done a magnificent job over the last three years in very, very trying circumstances. Everyone is affected by the current economic climate. You know, you've got interest rates up, petrol up, um, insurance is up. I mean, people are too afraid to put a heater on or to turn the lights on uh, because of the cost of power. Uh, people can't afford to fill up their car with petrol. Um, you know, people are saying that their tolls are going up every, you know, every year by 4%. Costs are up and up and up, and yet you've got the government that are trying to sort of artificially hold wages back. And 
you know, realistically, people um, this year, um, if the government is successful in pushing through its three uh, percent rise, um, you know, people will end up taking another pay cut. Just on that, uh, is there any indication that the government will introduce a bill uh, to increase the amount to the three percent? I mean, there's, they've said that they would, but there's there's no there's no time frame on the table. It's a very good question, and we have today written back to the government, or back to the deputy secretary of premier and cabinet, to say one: uh, is the government going to change the current regulation? Are they going to amend? What we say are they're extraordinarily unfair workplace laws because they need to put in a new regulation that puts the salary cap at 3%, the wages cap, 3%. Um, you know, God knows what they're going to do about the one-off $3,000 payment, uh, whether that's going to sort of find its way onto any statute book, we don't know. But certainly it seems to us, one, they need to do that. The second thing is they're flagging a, a, a you know, 0.5% in productivity. How is that going to manifest itself? Um, you know, how are unions and workers meant to show um, this productivity and how they, they've earned it? Again, it doesn't seem to be through the Industrial Relations Commission that you're not going to be able to go to the Industrial Relations Commission and, and bring forward a case. It's just going to be the politicians are going to pick and choose who the winners and who the losers are. Um, there are so many questions and unknowns about the government's announcement. Again, it's why you know politicians should not be in charge of wage fixing. It should be a strong, independent industrial umpire. Well, as you say, I mean, the uh, an independent industrial umpire just this week lifted uh, the minimum wage. The Fair Work Commission has lifted the minimum wage. What does this mean for the state excuse to maintain public sector wages below inflation? Quite an incredible outcome. And you saw what happened in the, the Federal Commission where they've handed down the exact amount that we were asking for, and that was a, an increase of 5.2%. Uh, basically, that was in uh, inflation plus a 0.1%. Um, you know, again, that's based on sound economic data that that costs are going up, and that those people, obviously, on the minimum wage, they're the lowest paid people. Um, you know, in our economy, that they would be struggling with the you know the current situation, and that they were in dire need. Um, but obviously, it illustrates perfectly our argument. You know, why um, is it that the state government think that their workforce, you know, their what should be considered as their their outstanding workforce, the workforce that got us through crisis after crisis, is not having you know their wages, not uh, they're not having their wages keep up with inflation. Um, so it throws that up, and, and obviously we we welcome the the outcome in that case. It will have an effect for a lot of our members. Um, who've been privatised or corporatised um, and that found themselves in that federal system, um, we certainly welcome the opportunity to, to give those people a pay rise in, in line with inflation. But obviously, as I said, we have to continue to fight the, the current state government uh, to try and you know, maintain um, you know, our members' wages in terms of inflation. Just finally, in the lead up to the strike, you had a surge in membership. So where to from here? Clearly, our members are energised. What's the next step forward? We've written to the government, um, putting them on the spot about the various elements of what they have announced. Um, certainly, we're in discussion uh, with Unions New South Wales, because obviously this is an issue that affects the entire public sector. And obviously, we fully intend to continue to fight the government, because certainly one for wage justice for our members, but certainly they need to re-establish an independent industrial umpire 
and, and give you know a bit more certainty to our members going forward. Call the PSA CPSU New South Wales today on 1300 772 679. That's 1300 772 679.